Suzuki. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Pod Jerky's television reviews. And on today's episode, again, I am joined by Amy, aka Mrs. Awesome. And we are going to be doing four shows today. I know on the last episode, uh, Amy was a little bit surprised that we were doing a fourth one, but uh, the fourth one, she'll know exactly what we're talking about anyway. So today we're going to be talking about the show Clickbait. We're going to be talking about Flight Attendant. We're going to be talking about good girls and we are going to be talking about Tiger King season two. So that was the fourth one that we did that. You slept through a couple of episodes there, but uh, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover on uh, that season two of the episode. So yeah. uh, which one do you want to start with? Uh, do you want to start with uh, clickbait? <laughs> sure. All right. So clickbait. Yeah, it was funny because uh, I I never even heard of clickbait and a friend at school had recommended uh, the show to me. Uh, I had no idea who was in this show. Uh, Adrian Grenier was in it and we had just finished watching Entourage for the first time, which is funny because it's really like, we're only 10 years late, really 10 years later that we had started watching it. But I never had any interest in watching it when it began. Uh, we started watching Entourage and we blasted through uh, all eight seasons and it was phenomenal. I loved Entourage. Uh, great show. Uh, so we saw that Adrian Grenier was in this and we decided, OK, you know what? Let's give it a try. So this was basically uh, based on um, a, 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 a just a family man uh, was married with a couple of kids and somehow gets and he ends up in this whole twist of online dating and having dating profiles. And then it turns out that he was kidnapped. I feel like you, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you missed the plot there, dear. No. And then he turns out that he is kidnapped and uh, a whole video was put up online and it goes viral that if it hits 5 million views, that whoever did the kidnapping was going to kill uh, Adrian Grenier's um, uh, character. Uh, his name is Nick. Uh, can't remember what his name. Nick Brewer was his name. Um, but he would end up dead if it hit 5 million views. We have no idea why, no idea who did it. And uh, so that was the whole series on trying to figure out who did it. Now, it was interesting the, the way the series played out because each episode, they would focus on a different character. So they would focus on his sister, Pia. Uh, they would focus on his wife. Uh, they focused on one of his And it colleagues. was like the point of view of what was happening plus the history of the character. Right. So, so at, interesting. So the story would mesh because you would see, okay, they would still cross with the other characters, but they were telling it from their point of view. So yes. the entire series, you would see, okay, it was the, you know, they were talking about the neighbor or they were talking about the, the colleague at work or they were talking about yeah. the wife or whatever it was. And, and I found the series to be entertaining throughout the entire mm -hmm. series until we hit the finale. And the <laughs> finale just ruined it all for me. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why they went that way. It was just ridiculous, I think. So it felt like lazy writing. Like they couldn't think. 
how to end it. To insult the writers, because it probably felt really good when they did it. It just, it didn't feel like it fit with it didn't it didn't the story like it just so i i figured it out all these little tidbits of like oh and put it in the finale but then you're thinking to yourself i did not see or feel that at all throughout the first five episode i think it was right so i i think that the one good thing that came out of it was that i had it figured out and pegged right from the beginning i was like i know who did it this is who did it there's no way it didn't happen this way and then yeah. the finale kind of did a twist and said, okay, you know, uh, it, it was this character. Now, the character I believe that it was, was the colleague. It, it just, it made like so much sense that he goes through. And I, I think he had issues with some of the students there. Um, there was some was sexual, sexual harassment. He, right. Um, and then it just looked like he was a good guy to begin with. And that, yeah. you know, it just, you know, you kind of got this feeling, okay, he had something I think we would have been more him. satisfied had it been him. Yeah. Right, right. So we'll go, you know, into the ending of it where, you know, up to, I think it was eight episodes as well. Uh, I think the seventh episode we were, yeah, whatever it was, the the episode prior to the finale, uh, I kind of looked at it and I was like, this is really good. Like, this is an excellent series so far. It's, It's kept me engaged. It's kept me entertained. It keeps you thinking. Uh, drops a little bomb this? at the end of each episode to make you want to watch the next one. Right. Like, as far as how it was uh, produced and written was good. Right. And then, and then we come up to the, the finale and it turns out that it's an admin staff from the school that he works at. Yeah. Uh, her name is Dawn. And she's admin stuff. Yeah. And she's a little time character. Like she doesn't get a lot of play throughout the st- entire series. No, uh, I know well. you're I know you're trying to swerve people here, but with that character being weird. there, it was just strange. So then in the final episode, they finally go into her story where they're saying, OK, you know, she she went onto his computer and she saw something. And then, you know, she started this dating profile uh, using his photos and then started talking to like these girls online. And then uh, he finds out about it. So he goes over to her place to question her about it. Right. And then this is where the husband finds out as well. Um, I'm, I'm probably. He, missing not, here, so I don't know that he found out until he got there, to be honest with you. Cause re- if you remember in the middle, you kind of figure out like they let him go the kidnappers. Right. So right. Right. He ends up talking his way out of the kidnapping. Um, and so, you know, he's, he's not been killed by the, people who kidnapped him. Um, And I think because he didn't have a car or a phone, a wallet, keys, nothing, um, based on where he was, he went to her house for sort of refuge to kind of like clean up and all this other stuff. And then I think that's where he starts to find out about stuff. Um, And and then the husband ends up killing him. Uh, He ends up, uh, I think, hitting him with a hammer in the head and uh, just putting a whole end to this whole thing. And the whole story behind um the 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 wife killing him like his his admin assistant uh dawn was that she did it out of boredom and not getting enough attention from her husband and it was like this is the most ludicrous story ending that could have been it it made no sense so they they, well she created the profile um because in fact he had actually created a profile 
Um, so the, the first woman that you find out about, he actually had a relationship with, I don't know if they ever actually met, but she, they actually had like an internet relationship and then she found out about it and took that and built all these profiles and all these dating websites and was having just like messenger exchanges, email exchanges with all of these women, basically creating relationships. So she, she wasn't feeling lonely anymore. And that's how it came to be. And so, it, yeah. So the, yeah, just, the, it just the didn't fit the rest of the story. Like, no, it just, yeah. no, it, it just didn't make sense to me of why they went in that direction. Uh, reading some of the reviews online, a lot of people had agreed with me. Uh, again, the series it was, just finished so many other ways. Like yeah. what these crazy women kind of found out about it and, and could have been the wife, could have been the sister, yeah, the you know, because the, the oh, sister was the one that was leading the investigation. Could have been one of the like, kids. Like it, there was just so many ways it could have gone. And they just went in but some totally weird just, direction. Yeah. And it didn't make sense to me. For me, up until the second last episode, I'd give it a four out of five. Like the series was very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to drop it a number just because of the finale, a three out of five. I do recommend the series just because of uh, moving up until that finale. When you find out, I don't know. It, I, I just, I just shook my head. It I was had like, that, how? so much prom- promise until yeah. the finale. Yeah. Like I think of all the storylines they created throughout the entire series, you could have the whodunit could have been so many other people. And it would have made way more sense. You may not have liked the whodunit. Like, let's face it, the the whodunit, this one made the least amount of sense. Yeah, definitely. And uh, again, here we are with our our episodes that we're watching seem to be all whodunits, right? Um, so there's a lot of, uh, doing and, uh, the, uh, the ones that we talked about in the last episodes, nine perfect strangers. Now we're talking about, um, uh, clickbait and now we're going to get into the next one, which is flight attendant. And it's another whodunit. Uh, so, I mean, the last four that we've reviewed right here, uh, two on this one, two on the previous episode have been whodunit episodes. So, uh, I think we have a little bit of a theme going on with the the series that we're watching. Serial killers apparently are our genres of choice. We like to watch serial killers on Netflix. That's our, uh, search history apparently. And, uh, that's what, uh, always recommends to us because we watch so many of them. I'm sure everybody's out there like that. That's out there watching Netflix watches these. I think there's actually like t-shirts that people made through COVID that actually said, um, my series of choices, serial killers and coffee or something like that. Like it's apparently a thing. We're not alone. We're not the only weird. No, no. So yeah, like I said, we're going to get into flight attendant, which ended up being nine episodes. And we're going to say Penny was the main character on this episode, on this show. Uh, you can't forget about her. She was Penny on the big bang theory. Uh, so it was kind of weird to see her in a different role just because she kind of had that typecast character. She played on like, uh, I think Good it was uh, eight like, simple like rules. Like the girl next door kind of thing. The 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 simple rules uh, show she played on. She played yeah, on Big Bang Theory. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Um, so there was you know a, a little bit of a disconnect for me to see Penny playing a dramatic role because uh, it was just weird for me to see. But uh, it she only plays... took a couple episodes to get over it though. Yeah, it did. Yeah, she she this character is the exact opposite of penny so it only took about two episodes uh you know what it's not really you know people were making the comparison of penny and uh cassandra was her name in the show as cassandra bowden 
Um, so the, the comparisons were alcoholic, which she did like to drink on the Big Bang Theory, uh, promiscuous. She was promiscuous in The Flight Attendant, and she was kind of promiscuous before Leonard uh in the big bang theory so they kind of made that comparison that it was the same character as this this one wasn't a comedic role this was more of a dramatic role so there was some comparisons to the penny character as well you could say that about a lot of people Uh, you can yeah but you know this is what i'm talking about for this episode so this uh (laughs) this series so anyway she plays cassandra bowden she is a flight attendant uh she has a bit of an alcohol problem like we mentioned she likes to party. Uh, she does. And so they were in a layover. I think it was Bangkok that they were in uh, yeah. in Thailand. And she woke up one morning and there was a dead body in her, her bed laying beside her. Of course, this freaks her out. She doesn't know what to do. Um, so she ends up uh, not calling the police. She ends up leaving the hotel room and not calling anybody about going it. Going and catching her flight. Going and catching her flight. Um, then, you know, the FBI gets involved. Once the FBI gets involved, she starts to believe that she did it. She can't figure out what happened. She doesn't remember what happened. She was hungover. Uh, she has no idea what happened. And then we kick off the series on trying to find out what happened. Yeah. She ends up having visions throughout this whole series of the guy that was laying in the bed. He starts, I guess, talking to her in her yeah. visions uh, it's a little bit of weird, like a little bit of weird, uh, video there. And then she hears his voice as well. Uh, we go through the whole series of her, like, I guess having a struggle within herself. Like she has flashbacks from her childhood. Um, she just can't let go of. Right. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't remember what happened at the end of the series. Again, you have to refresh my memory here. I gotta be honest. I can't even. So they figure out who did it and it it turns out to be a you know like the typical like insert yourself into the investigation type thing um he did the same thing so the guy that ends up doing it he is hired for a reason like there and forgive me because it was a while ago that we watched it i can't remember why he was hired to kill the guy because he was um because he was an elusive businessman something like one of these deals deals gone wrong kind of things. Um, and then she ends up dating him, the, the killer, but you don't know this because the guy, the guy comes off as a, like a total sweetheart, kind of her, her type of guy, you know, looking for a casual, good time. He seems more interested in her than she does in him. You know, he becomes a little bit of like, um, you know, a sex buddy to her, but you can tell he's trying to get you know, more out of the relationship with her. Um, and then cl- as people are trying to sort of starting to figure out what's happening through the rest of the series, um, she seems to be digging a bigger hole for herself with the cops. And then he's right there to kind of pick her up. Um, and then she's kind of close to figuring it out. Um, and it ends up being the guy she's been <laughs> sleeping with through the entire series. Um and then she has all these like self-revelations about all of her past and um, sort of the turmoil between her and her brother's relationship because he's a, he's the good responsible one. She's the bad irresponsible one. Um, and she plays kind of like a tortured soul, right? Like she, again, yeah. with all of these visions and stuff. Now, at the end of the episode or the series, we find out that she's now an FBI informant or... She's yeah, she's yeah, working yeah, with the police or something, something to that effect where they leave it open to have another mm-hmm. season if they wanted to. Um, I think the series was pretty good. 
Uh, <laughs> didn't expect a lot from, I don't even know how to say her name. His name, Kaylee Cuoco or however you say it. Yeah, I don't uh, know how to pronounce her last name. Penny, her name's Penny. Penny. Um, but I, I thought she gave a decent performance, not, you know, Oscar worthy, of course, not uh, award worthy. She won an Emmy, I think. Did she win an Emmy? I um, want to say she won an award for her role in that. So I, I would give it a three and a uh, 3.5 uh, of five. Um, the series was entertaining, uh, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great. But I mean, for what I was expecting from her, just watching her through um, Big Bang Theory, I think she did a pretty good job. Um, I, I don't know what I was expecting. And, that, and that's not to say that she doesn't have the skill to act. It's just from what we were used to watching her on a sitcom. And that's unfortunately what happens with some actors is that they get typecast as certain characters and that's all they get stuck in playing. And when they go to play another character, whether it's comedic or whether it's a dramatic character, uh, you just can't get past seeing them as whatever character they were playing before. So I gave that series a three and a half out of five. What about you? That's rough. Why is that rough? That's still a good, that's still a, that's still a 70%. That's a good, that's a good uh, number. I feel like you are far harder on shows than I am. Well, you, you live in this different little bubble. So so you went one, you went, you went half a point above me, a half a point. Listen, I find it really, really tough to give anything five stars because what I will say is nothing's perfect. Um, and some of these series have episodes that are like, meh, you know, they're entertaining, but you know, if you never watched it again or it never finished, you wouldn't really care. Um, but I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I'd only give it three and a half. Okay. I'll give it a, I'll give it a 3.75. Oh, geez. 3.75. Anyway, that's, that's my rating on that. And we're going to move on to the next show. I'm shocked we watch any TV together, to be honest with you, after today. No, it's, uh, I don't, I don't think I'm hard. 70% is not a bad number. That's a, that's a actually like, a really good you, number. You haven't liked anything. I had three and a half. What is 70%? 70% is a good it's, number. It's no, a yeah. B. Uh, so you have to rate all these shows an A. Come on. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Let's mo- move on to the next five star show <laughs> that we're going to talk about here. And that is Good Girls. And Not five give, stars. That's for sure. I got to give a shout out to new friend of the show, James Lejeur. Uh, he is actually a guest on our show coming up in the new year. So stay tuned for that. He plays FBI agent Turner. He also plays Gibbs on men at work. He was a part of the show as well. Uh, we are reviewing the show right now and, uh, really did enjoy having him on. So stay tuned for that in January. Uh, he will be, he has already been on the show. Actually, it's been recorded. It is a promo drop. So stay tuned (laughs) for that. Anyways, let's get into good girls. So good girls was a show that we, uh, actually were recommended to as well. Uh, friends of ours had started watching it on television before I think it hit Netflix. Uh, it was on NBC or whatever channel it was on. Um, they said, you need to get into this show. So this show is, I don't think it was available to us in Canada other than through Netflix. Right. And uh, I think right, our we friends were watching it on. Can we on get NBC. it on? The, on oh, okay. Doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh, we, we started watching the show. It is four seasons long. Uh, there's a lot of uh, big stars in the show. You had mm-hmm. uh, Christina Hendricks in it. You had uh, Reno Wilson in it. You had Retta in it. Uh, you had Mae Whitman, Whitman in it. Um, so there was a, a really good cast of characters. I really liked 
the the villain of the uh, show, Rio. He played like every girl. Every girl had a little bit of a crush on the bad boy. Right. So I'm not a girl and I didn't have a crush on him. I just think he did a pretty good job in his role of the show. Uh, So the the show starts off. It's uh, basically like three moms, three housewives, uh, basically that um, need money, need money. So they they concoct this whole plan to rob the store that Mae Whitman's character is working at. Uh, what is May's character's name again? Um, uh, who, oh, she, who, who she plays in the uh, the episode there is uh, so, so she works at a at a grocery store. Grocery store, and they end up saying, "Okay, she knows how to get into uh, the safe area, and then they'll just crack the safe." And uh, Annie Marks is her name. Uh, she ends yeah. up getting into the safe, and they steal some money. Although I think they stole more than they were anticipating. Well, they didn't um, realize that the grocery store was being used for money laundering. Right. So <laughs> they end there up. There was way more money in the safe. I think they anticipated, like, I think that they had estimated, like, 30 grand was supposed to be in in the safe. Because um, that was what the daily total, I think, typically was before a deposit. Um, and so they were figuring they would get away with. They're not going to call the cops or the FBI or anybody over, like, 30 grand. They'll just put it through insurance, I think, was originally what they were thinking. Right. And uh, so they they end up taking all the money out of there. And I think that's where we meet uh, Rio as well. Right. Like Rio was part of that whole uh, money laundering laundering. with the uh, with the grocery store there. Right. Yeah. So uh, Rio was played by Manny Montana. And uh, I think he did a phenomenal job in uh, his role. Uh, So, you know, these girls get wrapped up with uh, with Rio. And it turns out that he has them doing all these different um, little crimes, I guess, around uh, the area. Uh, he starts them into uh, doing some money laundering for money. them. Yeah. And yeah. cleaning his money. So they're going to the store, they're buying stuff, they're, you know, exchanging stuff, then they're bringing it back and getting like actual money back uh, through the cash register. So the money is all washed and he can take the money. And here we go. They were printing money. So then they end up printing money themselves as we go out throughout the whole series. And uh, it just to, to me, the only thing that bothered me is that these girls outsmarted the cops all the time, outsmarted, yeah. you know, real all the time. They had no like background, no, no criminal history, no, you know, um, they were good girls. Yeah, they they just, you know, they they just had no thought of doing evil at any time. Uh, of they course, just... Retta Ruby Hill, they needed money because mm. her daughter needed surgery. So. Um, yeah. that was her main goal of getting the money, not, uh, actually all of them to get the money for that. But then it turned into more of a greed thing and, Hey, we want more, we want more, we want more. And, uh, it just, they, they always escaped. And I was like, how do they keep outsmarting people who are supposed to be smarter and one step ahead of everybody, um, when they, you know, were just some like small time crooks and they just kept on yeah. winning. Well, and you've never met a group of people who have more bad luck, right? Like every episode it was they you think they've got it solved and then it's bad luck and then it's you know every time you kind of turned around so i would say the first two seasons were really well done because you really didn't know where it was going to go um and the first season was probably the most dramatic because it was you you were really just kind of understanding what they were getting into it was um, you know, how they were going to figure out how to wash all this cash, how they were going to, cause they, 
ended up blowing a bunch of the money on stuff. So they couldn't pay him real back. Um, and so then he basically takes them under his wing. And after that, it just seemed to kind of like when you thought they could have wrapped it up, they, they found a new way to write it, but it essentially was just a twist on the first two seasons. So it kind of, I don't know, the last kind of two seasons of it kind of dragged on and then COVID forced production changes. So then the stories kind of ended in, in weird spots. Yeah. I, I think the, the last season was a little bit rushed and I think that was due to COVID. Uh, yeah. The storyline got rushed to the end where we were like, oh, this is this is not the ending that I saw coming or how it was going to end where uh, Christina Hendricks, who plays Beth Boland, um, ends up taking over the whole enterprise of Rio. Well, they and- didn't officially. So they didn't actually get to write a finale. Right. Because right. They never got food. And so for those that have been watching it, you kind of just got left hanging. So you yeah. don't really know how any of them made out because it never got renewed, which is kind of a shame. Um, because you feel like after you've invested all these seasons, you kind of just want to at least see a proper finale come so that you know how the characters tie up and you, you don't get that with this one. No, you don't. But, uh, I mean, the series overall, I think was really good. Um, Are you only giving ex- this one a 72? Except for the, uh, <laughs> the last season. Um, but it was funny when, when I had the conversation with, uh, James, um, uh, he, he had mentioned, you know, he played FBI agent Turner and not to give away anything in the episode, but he he just asked me, he's like, I like to think that, you know, when my character was killed off, that the ratings went down. And I was like, he absolutely. Did. As soon as your character got killed, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to watch this anymore. They killed off Gibbs. Uh, I was like <laughs> a little bit angry about that. But yeah, so uh, that was that was pretty interesting. We had a little conversation with that about Good Girls. So uh, we talk about that in uh, that episode that's coming up in January again plugging it right now don't forget to tune into that episode it'll be airing in january but this episode or this series i thought was really good again here's our theme of three and a half out of five but let me explain let me explain I'm not giving it a three out of five. You, okay, but Hold what on. gives a Hold series on. a five Hold out on. of five? Let we have me, to have that conversation. Let, let, me, let me finish here. I'm not giving it a three out of five because I think the entire series was a three out of five. I think because the last season kind of ruined the whole episode, like the whole series for me uh, because it felt so rushed. Otherwise, Fair. I think I would have given it a four out of five for this series if it wasn't so rushed and that we had a ending to it. Um, that's yeah. why I'm giving it a three and a half. Uh, however... Um, I understand that with COVID, the production kind of ran away from what they probably wanted to do. But for me, the ending kind of screwed it up for me, just as it did with clickbait is a three and a half for me. Otherwise, it would have been a four if they had a proper ending. That's my explanation to that. So do we need to do like what everybody else did with Manifest and like we need to go fight for the last the last season of production so that we can get a proper ending? Manifest, I don't even want to talk about because that such was a terrible show. I don't it understand. It has like a cult following. I, I don't understand why people like that show. We made it through one show. season. Yeah, we made it through one season. I said, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was just the same uh, thing over and over again with the kids seeing visions of this. And I was like, this makes no sorry, sense. I got us off track, but yeah, but I was know. like, but if we want our ending, we got to do what they did with manifest. We got to fight for like a fifth season. So that we can or get- do like a good girls movie or like an hour episode where you can tie everything yeah. in together or something. I'd like be good that. with the one hour episode. That's yeah. Like it. I like yeah. it. 
And then, you know, I might bump my rating to a four. I don't know. We, we'll have four to and a half, a, even? Four, and a, four and a half, maybe. No, it was it was actually a really good series. I enjoyed watching it. Um, yes, it was I, I know there was a lot of people there that uh, might have a different opinion, but hey, it's my opinion. And this is what I think about the show. Uh, we actually tuned in all the t- like every night we were like, OK, we got to get into the next episode. And we would yeah. stay up sometimes a little bit later just because we're like, no, I'm not going to bed. I want to see what happens next. So, yes. no, it was uh, it was a good entertaining episode, kept, kept us engaged and uh, we enjoyed yeah. it. Stupid COVID goes and ruins a bunch of stuff. It does. Yep. All right. And Fortunately, what did you, it took a toll on good girls. What did you give that uh, series? I mean, I, I think it, I, I'm probably no better than you because you're giving everything a three and a half and I'm giving everything a four. So. All right. It's a four for me. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the surprise series that uh, we actually did a review on about a, about a year ago, probably. Yeah. We did a Netflix review on Tiger King, the first season. We did not know that there was so going to be a second season. Uh, we did see the second season come up, so we did end up watching it in two days, I guess. It's only, it's only five, five episodes, episodes. so yeah. they're about 45 minutes long each one. However, this one is a lot more interesting than the first season, I think. I agree. Because it kind of focuses more on Don's disappearance more than it does on the actual yahoos that are running the uh, the, the the zoos there. I will also say like every episode, I think except for, cause they covered Don, I think in two episodes, but every episode kind of digs into the backstory of the people that sold Joe out and, yes. and sort, of, sort of the, how they, how they got him incarcerated, where they are now and sort of, well, the, they, they get into the, like, it kind of came full circle with this season on all the crap that they caused in season one Well, kind of brought it all kind of full closure on everything that's happened over the last two years through COVID. Which well, some of this makes me think, is this, is this just written for TV? Because fair. some of this stuff yeah, is yeah, just conve- too convenient because, you know, in the first season you have, everybody is against Joe, uh, put Joe in jail, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden now Jeff, who is the new owner of the, the zoo, uh, who turns out to be like Carol Baskin is now the owner of the zoo and then the hitman turns out that, oh, I wasn't going to kill uh, Carol Baskin, but I was going to kill Joe. This just makes for good dramatic TV where it's like, OK, is this actually real stuff that's going down? And then you see the people behind it where they're like, you know, get Joe out of jail and we need to free. Joe. And this turned into a whole circus of just yeah. nonsense. And I was like, planes, cars, banners, Trump rallies like it was. Yeah, it just I don't know if this was just scripted stuff and that like Joe either way, highly entertaining. It it is. It is entertaining. It was highly entertaining. But I don't even know if Joe's really in jail, to be honest with you, because, you know, they can you you can fake that anywhere. You can fake that anywhere. You can say, oh, Donald Trump, give him a pardon, blah, 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 you know, whatever it is. But this whole entire. Well, no, because he's really in. He is in jail for animal cruelty charges, right? That's how they ended up getting him. Is yes, because they didn't have enough on him. And frankly, if it is true, I'm glad he's behind bars because what he did was. But if he's supposed, if he's behind bars, then the other people should be behind bars too. This Jeff character, but you got to remember that they framed him, and basically the the law was like, do I get the worst of the worst, which they believe to be Joe, and then have an informant like Jeff that put him there. 
But again, this, he's, this he's all turns deals down, with criminals all the time, right? This turns out to be a whole government conspiracy thing now where, you know, they say, what? hold on, where they say, okay, so the government wanted, the, the, the government wanted Joe Exotic. So again, yeah. they gave, they offered deals to Jeff. They offered deals to the hitman, you know, whatever it is. They told them what to say. It was, it's basically perjury throughout the entire court yeah. case for Joe. So they come back and they say, now everybody has recanted their story. So everybody that was involved in this recanted their story and now is turning around and now they're on Joe's side. So this, yeah. like, this is just like, this is just like made for TV movie kind of nonsense. It's like, I, yeah. this stuff is really going on out there. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't want to live in that part of the world. It's just, it's yeah. really, really, really weird to me. I will say that I think it was episode two in two and three where they covered Don's disappearance. Those were probably the two best episodes out of the five um, because they did not cover half that crap in the first series about Carol Baskin and her relationship with her husband. So the things you find out definitely cast doubt on things that were said in the first season. Um, I think those documentaries, right. It is one-sided. Um, and I just, the things that you learn about him specifically, because they carry, they cover much more about him this time around than they did the last time. Because the last time it was really about Carol. This time it's really about Don. Um, but he had some shady business you know, in the yeah. South, you know, in South America, he had some shady business. He, they had his associates from uh, down there on yeah. the, the documentary as well. Security, saying, you know, his driver. Yeah. You know, saying that he would have parties there with underage girls and he would be sleeping he with these underage a brothel girls. out of the house. And... He was laundering money over there. So, you know. Well, that's the perception. I don't know that they were saying that for sure, but the perception. Well, yeah. Well, he was bringing in, I don't know if you fell asleep during this episode, but he was bringing in boxes and boxes of money. You have to share that with people. So uh, we already mentioned that earlier. <laughs> just Anyways, uh, he was bringing in boxes of boxes of money on the plane and he was getting it uh, washed over there in South America. He was buying properties yes. and he was investing in different things and he was opening casinos and, you know, whatever it was. So he was washing his money over there. So, yes, he was laundering money. It was a proven fact through their statements, and I guess. Yes, not apparently through, I slept through that part. Yes. And uh, I was uh, tired. So there, you know, it just leads me to believe that something happened down there. There's never yeah. been a body that's been found. There's never been, you know, anything, but they never searched over there because they had no idea, I guess, what was going on over there. But, but it now, very, it's apparently still an open investigation. It right is now. an open investigation. Now, the, the, one today, thing, so. the one thing that we discussed yesterday when we were watching this was the only thing that bothered me was Carol Baskin's. I guess her lack of concern. Yeah. It, it, it just seems she had the same emotional state always and it never changed. There was never, it didn't look like there was concern or there was, she was upset about anything worry. or there was worry or anything like that. Now, again, this is just what's on film. We don't know what happens off camera. Maybe she played it up for the camera. Maybe she's nervous on camera. I don't know. I'm not drawing any conclusions on whether she did it or not, or whether, you know, the somebody in South America did it or not. This is just what we're seeing on the documentary. I found it really I feel like you know? he got offed by one of his business associates in Costa Rica. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Just based on the, the information that was provided, uh, through the witnesses and through his associates, it 
feels like that's more of a possibility than being fed to the tigers. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it's just I I found this this season to be. And a let's lot face more... it, he'd be eighty three now, right? right? Yeah. If he were alive, so I I think I found this this season to be more informative. Yes, I think the other season <laughs> was just like a hot mess. It was just like it was I. I don't even know how As to explain it. Was intended it. to be I'm right. It, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just yeah. like I don't know anybody like that. I don't. I, I've never seen anybody like these. You know, characters that yeah. are down there. So uh, I, I'm not sure how to take it. Uh, if I came across that, I would just be like, mm, uh, okay, uh, I'd be nice to them. But again, I don't. I just. I don't. I don't understand them. So uh, that was a really, really good series. Again, season two. Uh, I believe that they're going to have a season three if Joe Exotic ends up getting out of jail. They're going to start a whole oh, yeah. other season on that, uh, which will be hilarious when he gets out of jail because it's just going to well, be based his... on him and him alone. And then him, yeah. you know, I, I don't want nothing more to do with this and whatever it is, but I think that it's going to be hilarious. Well, he's got nothing left now. Yeah. Well, and the best part is his husband has never come to visit him since he's been in jail. He's been in jail almost three years. And apparently he has a boyfriend somewhere in like Indianapolis or something like that, that he's never met and you know it's in Indiana <laughs> or something nothing, yeah nothing short of dramatic and yeah I mean if this is scripted character. somebody wrote a pretty good script yeah. on, on this and found the perfect characters to play it uh because uh these characters there are a lot of there's a lot of shadiness going on in there yeah. uh there's a lot of backstabbing you know, perfect. The good news out of all of it is that the cats are no longer at the zoo and they're at a lovely sanctuary where they actually have room and acreage to run. Right. And I think that was like the main thing of the series. The main thing of the series is, you know, that you yeah. wanted to see that these cats weren't mistreated or any of these animals that they had. Uh, there is a new character that they brought in, Tim Stark, I believe his name was. And man, this guy is just a piece of work. He's, uh, you know, he yeah. just, uh, you know, bites the hand of authority, doesn't listen to what a, a court order does, tells them to get off his property, threatens to, oh, you know, there's so much heartbreak with this guy too. Like yeah. his, his treatment of animals is enough to make you want to jump through the screen and punch them. And, and, you know, he's like, you know, no one's coming to take my animals. And if they yeah. do, I'll shoot them in the head. Like I'll shoot the animals in the head before anyone takes my animals. And Called the judge and the judge is like, <laughs> nothing left to say. I'm surprised the judge even answered the phone. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it it's an entertaining series, but I think the, the season two uh, was much more informative, much more interesting in terms of felt a little bit more like a documentary. Yeah. Knowing, a, uh, well, knowing what's going on now, like some of the yeah. stories that we didn't hear about in the first season uh, and why he's in jail and what happened and who, who was behind this and that and whatever. So now the stories come out in this documentary and uh, you know, I, I actually enjoyed it. I'm not going to give it a rating because it's just, it, it's just it's trash no rating card where's your three and a half uh, there, there, there's the no way. we'll give the three and a half all right we'll give it a three and a half just to keep with a the theme just to make you happy here but yeah um again go watch this series uh i still do recommend watching it i'm not giving it a rating but uh go and uh watch yes, it. I recommend it. yeah <laughs> okay do you I have anything t-shirt now that just has three and a half stars on it done all right. So uh, is there anything else that you want to comment on any of these series that we had reviewed? No, I 
I can't say I have a favorite out of all of these. I mean, out of all of them, let's face it, Tiger King was probably the most entertaining just because it's the Tiger King and it's such a phenomenon that they've had. Um, I will say all are worth watching. Um, I mean, clearly you've seen our our point of view. If you like the story building and you like the character building, then you will enjoy these. Well, from part one, uh, the episodes, again, I didn't recommend or not recommend the uh, the shows. Uh, I do recommend in, in this one, I do recommend the ones that we did review. I mean, you know, um, yeah, the, they flight were atten- the flight attendant, good girls, clickbait. Again, we'll just apologize for clickbait because series finale, uh, notwithstanding, is you know, all, all these shows were really good. Listen, um, reach out and tell us what your thoughts on the clickbait ending are. Yes, I'm curious to know if we're the only ones that feel this way, um, or if this is like a thing. Like if everybody else feels as strongly as we do that that ending wrecks the whole the whole show. Yeah, and uh, of course, yeah. Until so that last episode, re- reach out to me on uh, Instagram at Pod Jerky. You can message me. You can leave comments on our uh, podcast page as well, or on our website. Um, so, I mean, I yeah. Uh, so this is gonna do. Uh, I guess gonna be the end of our two part series for the shows that we have watched. Hopefully in the new year, we'll have some newer shows that we have watched and we can do a couple of reviews on those. They're always fun to do because these are just based on our opinions and not based on uh, anything else other than that, because you know what? Everyone enjoys things a little bit differently. Everybody looks at shows a little bit differently. (laughs) Everybody, you know, dives deeper into certain things. You think about things differently than I do. So this is my opinion. This is your opinion. Uh, You're all entitled to your opinion. But do reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you thought about the shows that did we did a review on. Let us know or if, if you, you have like recommendations. The, yeah, or if you have any recommendations. Should watch because yeah. we're always open to a good binge. We are. Yes. So that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you for tuning into the two part little mini series that we had. We don't have a finale <laughs> here for you guys to rate. You can rate it a three and a half if you want. Seeing that this is the uh, no no five stars for us. Five. We want five stars. We want five stars. <laughs> Right. So as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod Jerky. You can find all of our links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Pod Jerky. And as always, stay safe, be kind to each other. We will see you later. Pod Jerky.